Hello and welcome to the Black Millennial Revolution. My name is Kiana Michelle, also known as Key, and you're tuned in to another episode here at the Black Millennial Revolution. So community, what is going on? What is going on? I'm very happy to be back here with you all for another episode. And you all, it seems like we got a lot of bonnet talk going around, huh? There's a lot of talking about black women and their bonnets. Now, Monique recently came and made some comments about seeing some young black women at the airport with their bonnets on. And, you know, she came out and said how she found it to be, you know, not a way to present yourself and not a way to show that you have pride in who you are. And, you know, she just thought it was, you know, unacceptable to show up in a public place with your bonnet on or your house slippers and shoes on. Now, I agree with what she's saying. Um, I am not a black woman that wears her bonnet out in public. So I definitely agree with what she means about showing up um, and representing yourself with class and dignity and pride. At the same time, when I see another black woman with her bonnet on, I do not feel embarrassed. I do not feel like it shows a bad representation of myself. I simply mind my business. You want to know why? Because I have no idea what that black woman is going through in her life. I also don't know that black woman at all. You know what I mean? I don't know this person. So if I see a black woman show up somewhere with her bonnet on, I mind my business. I don't know if that woman is depressed and, and you know, she's lucky that she made it out of the bed to show up wherever she showed up. I have no idea what is going on in, you know, a black woman's life that's wearing a bonnet on in her head in public. I don't know what's going on. And if she doesn't care about her image as much as I do, I still don't know what's going on and I still mind my business. You know, there's a lot more um, real shit going on in our community than the superficial aspects that we continue to harbor on. You know, talking about bonnets, this is really superficial. You know, we have real shit going on in this community, you know. So the fact that we have a whole debate going on regarding bonnets is pretty ridiculous to me. So, you know, like I said, I mind my business. I have no idea what is going on in other people's lives. And yes, we are black, um, but I have no idea, you know, what's going on in that person's life, nor do I personally know that other black person. And it's like, why am I judging? You know what I mean? I have no idea what this person is, you know, going through. I have no idea. So let me mind my business, right? And, you know, another thing is Monique showed up to do this video in a bathrobe. And now there was an argument that people were stating like, oh, well, you know, she's in the comfort of her own home. She can wear a bathrobe if she pleases, right? And if she chooses to do that, she can wear a bathrobe. She is in the comfort of her own home. But at the same time, right, YouTubers, right, they, you know, typically record their videos in the comfort of their own home. Yes, there are YouTubers that go out and they record videos in other places, right? But generally speaking, a lot of YouTubers record their videos in the comfort of their own home. And a lot of these YouTubers get dressed up 
or wear nice casual clothing. They show up looking nice on that camera. They're not going to show up and record a video in a bathrobe unless they're doing a get ready with me video, right? So one can say to Monique, now, okay, Monique, you're talking about black women showing up in public places wearing their bonnet on, but why didn't you get dressed up to do this video to talk about other people's appearance now? When you put that energy out there talking about someone's appearance, you're literally putting that energy back to you. People are going to start to nitpick how you look now. And that's exactly what a lot of women were starting to do. They started to say, okay, you're telling black women not to wear these bonnets, but you're in a bathrobe. If Monique showed up, you know, dressed up and looking, you know, more presentable, I think people would have received her message differently. I also think people would have received her message, her message differently if she did two other things. Number one, if she was a bit more authentic and a little less phony voice. And what I mean by that is the whole my sweet babies and all, oh, you know, you all call me auntie. It's like, Monique, you don't always sound like that. You know what I mean? Just talk how you usually talk. And I think she, you know, has been starting to you know, soften up her voice a little bit due to the fact that, you know, there's been rumors about her being difficult to work with in Hollywood. Now, I don't know if that's true. And I actually do like Monique, right? Um, And I was supporting her when she was, you know, trying to get a higher deal when it came to her whole Netflix deal, right? So this is to no disrespect to Monique, but the truth is the truth. You know, her, her voice came off very phony. And although some people are not able to pinpoint it, they're able to discern and feel like, "Mm, this don't come off genuine to me. It doesn't seem like you're really here trying, you know, to, to, to give us some sincere, um, support. It, It comes off phony, the phony voice, you know, we might, it, it would have been better if she came off speaking the way she usually speaks, you know, imagine if I came giving y'all advice and I'm like, oh, community, you know, my sweet babies, community, you know, I just want to let you on, y'all are going to be like, key, you don't show up on the podcast talking like that. Why are you talking to us like that? You know what I mean? You, you're going to be like, key, why are you talking to us like that? This is not how you usually talk. This is not how you usually approach any sort of conversations when you do this show. It's coming off phony. It's coming off fake. So that was one thing that would have made her, you know, message differently, um, be received differently if she wasn't using a phony type of tone of voice, as well as if she dressed up to do this video, if she's going to talk about other people's appearances. Um, And also if she gave solutions, You know, when you come and you um, come at a group of people for wearing their bonnets, right, and you come with no solutions, you're you're not saying maybe you can put a hat on, you know, over your bonnet, or maybe you can, you know, um, do this, or maybe you can do that, right? You're not giving any sort of solutions, but you're just judging. That's, that's, that's going to bother people because you're not helping them figuring, figure out how they can stop doing what you want them to stop doing. You know what I mean? So it's like you came out here, you judged them for it, and you said to them, if I see y'all doing that again in public, I'm going to tell you to take it off. But what else is the solution? How are you going to help that black woman out? You know, and and a lot of us as black women, we know that a lot of black women are really self-conscious when it comes to their natural hair. We know this, right? We know this. So it's like, okay... 
We don't know if that woman is wearing her bonnet because she's self-conscious about her natural hair. So what solutions can you give a black woman that is self-conscious about her natural hair and, and, and is wearing her bonnet out in public? What solutions can you give? So you judge them for it, but you gave no solutions. You came out and ju- judged them for it while wearing a bathrobe. You came out and judged them for it wearing a bathrobe and you judged them for it in a phony type of voice. So it's like, you know, I understand why she received some backlash. I really do. Mind you, I agree with what she was saying because I too don't go out and wear my bonnet out in public. But the thing is, if you want to be the messenger, you got to come with solutions. You can't just be a messenger and just be judging people and you're not coming with any sort of solutions to the problem. You know what I mean? Why do you think certain businesses thrive more? You know what I mean? Or certain people's personal brands thrive more? Because they are providing people with solutions to their problems. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't just come out and say, you know what, black women, I don't, you know, you, you have an issue with them wearing their bonnets on, but you're not bringing any sort of solutions to the problem. And, you know, to be honest, as a community... As black people, we really can judge each other very harshly. Not even if we're wearing bonnets or we're not wearing bonnets on our head. Just when it comes to anything. You know what I mean? We just be watching each other like hawks. And it's like, it's crazy. I remember growing up, you know, black girls, other black girls would just stare you up and down as if you just stole money out of their pocket. And it's like, dang, I'm just walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? Why are you looking at me up and down like I just did something to you? We could just really be watching each other too hard. And I never could understand that. I never can understand it. But now as I got older, I understand when you are a a part of a group of people that a lot of our people don't really like their blackness, you're going to start to judge each other and watch each other. Right? And that's what a lot of our people do. Project their own insecurities onto other people within the community. You know? Don't get me wrong, I'm all for giving advice and I'm all for supporting, but come on, if we're going to judge others, you know, at least provide them with solutions to the problem, right? But we really can be a group of people that can watch each other like hawks. It's crazy to me. We really can. I remember when I was working at a black conscious store two years ago, right? And I was wearing one of my newsboy caps. It's a, a, a style of hats that I really like to wear. If you're unfamiliar with it, definitely look them up after um, the podcast. Y'all will definitely like them. They're fly, y'all. They're definitely fly. So I was wearing, you know, one of my newsboy caps pretty often. I would rotate between different newsboy caps because I was trying to figure out, all right, I, I'm trying to get a protective hairstyle for this summer. Um, you know, I don't know who to go to get a protective hairstyle from. I'm trying to figure that out. So in the middle of me trying to figure that out, I'm like, all right, let me protect my hair with my newsboy caps. It's still really stylish. I don't want to, you know, have my natural hair out, um, in this hot sun. So let me protect my hair by wearing a hat. Right. So I'm going to the job wearing my hat. Tell me why people are asking me, why do you come in here wearing a hat every day? Other black people asking me, why do I come in there wearing a hat every day? I said, why is it an issue that I wear my hat? That was my response. Oh, no, I'm just wondering. Oh, I'm just wondering. I said, oh, you know, I'm just in in a transition of wondering what I'm going to do to my hair, right? 
Now, fast forward, I end up getting my, you know, my, I, mean, I end up showing my natural hair. Now people watching my hair in a way like, dang, you know, oh, there's a lot of hair that was underneath that hat, right? Oh, wow. Now you're hearing, oh, wow. Look at all the hair you got. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. You know, but my thing was whether I have a hat on, whether I don't got a hat on, y'all are still going to find something to say. You know what I mean? Because we watch each other like hawks, and it's crazy to me. Me, like me coming in there, y'all, with a hat on my head. I said a hat. I didn't come in there with no bonnet. You know what I mean? I'm coming in there with a hat on my head. A hat on my head. Mind you, a stylish hat on my head with my stylish looks, y'all. And I'm still getting asked, why do you wear a hat every day? So as black people, we really can watch each other like hawks because a lot of us are self-conscious about our blackness. That's really what it comes down to. And the thing is, you know, I am all for black people showing up, you know, in this world looking their best selves. I am into fashion, as many of you all know, and I love to look good. So I am all for it. At the same time, I want black people to show up looking good for themselves, for themselves, not for white people. And oftentimes when we have black people come out now and they come and they judge other black people's appearance, it's not to say, oh, you know, black people, I want us to look good as black people. I want us to love ourselves and to love our blackness. That's not why they're coming and telling you this. The root of it, the root of it all is white validation. And that's what a lot of us, you know, really know what it is, yo. You know, we know that's what it really is, yo. It's for white validation. You know, I don't want white people to see black people wearing bonnets out in public. I I don't want the master to see that. I don't want them to see that. That's what it really is. So it's like, all right, you you want black people to look good for white validation, but you don't want black people to look good just to represent themselves well? I'm confused. So then the cycle continues of self-hate. The cycle continues of lack of loving one's blackness. Because when are people going to come out and just you know, really teach black people and and show black people ways that they can love and embrace their blackness. All we do is judge, judge, judge and criticize each other with no solutions to the problem. So like I said, I, I agree with what Monique is saying. You know what I mean? I agree. I know my perspective is really interesting because I agree, but I also had a lot of things to say about what she, about what she said, right? A lot of my own critiques that I saw within it. I agree with what she said, right? I I I'm not going to show up and wear my bonnet out in public. I'm not. But I'm also not going to judge another black woman either. I'm not. I mind my business. I step out, I look good for me, and I mind my business. However anybody else in my community wants to show up and decides to show up is up to them, you know? But I step out and I mind my business. 
And it's better to just lead by example. If you want black people to really, you know, be inspired, you know, Monique, to stop wearing their bonnets, you know, black women, lead by example then. Show up doing that video in a stylish outfit. Look really damn good. You showed up with a bathrobe. So how is that going to inspire the the population that you're talking to to make a change? If they saw you looking damn good, they would have been like, dang, all right, like, you know what I mean? Maybe I got to, you know, I got to, I got to step it up a bit. But you showed up in a bathrobe. You know? In, In a bathrobe. And, you know, this is this is my last story before I wrap it up. I remember when I was working at a nonprofit in the city of Boston. And I was the only black woman in there that wore her natural hair. You know, in its natural form, right? Wore my afro, wore my puffs, you know, wore my natural hair. And all the other black women, they either wore wigs, they either wore weaves, or they straightened their hair every single day. Now, you know, straining your hair, you know, if you want to strain your hair, it's fine. But they were straining their hair every single day to conform to the European standards of beauty in a white professional status and workplace, right? That's why they were straining their hair every single day. That was, that was why. So me going in there and me being the only black woman with her nat- wearing her natural hair out in its natural state, I didn't go in there and say to those other black women, why y'all ain't wearing y'all natural hair? Why y'all, why y'all conforming to these European standards of beauty? Even though I know what's going on, I didn't go and say that to them. I said, you know what? I'm going to just lead by example. I'm going to just continue to wear my natural hair. Um, and I'm sure, you know, many of them will, will get inspired by it. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. The more I showed up wearing my natural hair, all of a sudden, you started to see all the other black women show up wearing their natural hair. Even my boss started showing up wearing her natural hair. I said, even my boss. Even my boss. To the point she told me, Key, I never started wearing my natural hair like this until I saw you doing it. She said, I always felt like I needed to straighten my hair. Like I said, I didn't go up to none of them sisters and say, why are y'all conforming to European standards of beauty? I didn't say anything to them. I minded my business, but I led by example. And just, my, just by me doing that, they, they too started to follow suit. So it's like, it, it, you, you, gotta, you gotta lead by example, you know? And you got to lead by a genuine example. Those black women knew, like, yo, Key loves wearing her natural hair. She shows up here confidently wearing her natural hair and her stylish looks. I'm going to do the same. And it it got to the point where people were getting real creative, yo. Like, people were dyeing their natural hair. I'm, I'm telling you, people were getting creative. But I was loving it. Because to see the confidence radiate from those black women. It was a beautiful thing to see, to see the natural hair. I'm talking about beautiful, beautiful natural roots getting a chance to finally shine, man. It it was beautiful to me. But like I said, I did not point the finger at any of those black women. I didn't say anything to them. I let them live their lives. I did not say anything to those black women. I led by example, and then they followed suit. 
So, you know, once again, I agree with what Monique stated. I do. At the same time, if we're going to judge our people, we also got to give our people some solutions to the problem. And also, can we really start talking about real shit? Can we start debating about real shit? Can we start figuring out how we're going to create Tulsa's in different cities and states? We're over here talking about bonnets and we really need to talk about black ownership. That's what we really need to talk about and we really need to focus on. That's what I mean about the fact that sometimes we can focus too much on the superficial aspects. We really can. And yeah, I get it. You know, it, you know, Monique would think it would be nice for every single black woman to, you know, present themselves in a high way and to not to show up wearing bonnets, right? But we have no idea what others are going through. And I think, you know, we need to start giving each other grace and giving ourselves grace as well. You know, society is so hard on black people that we can be so hard on each other. If I see a black woman wearing her bonnet out, I'm going to mind my business because I have no idea who this black woman is, nor do I know what is going on in her life. So I am not going to judge her and I'm going to mind my business. I judge character, not somebody's appearance. I mind my business. I have no idea what is going on in someone else's life. I have no idea. You know, and no, I'm not holding anybody's hand. I'm extending grace. That is what I'm doing. And, and, and that's what we really need more of in this community. I'm extending grace. And like I said, if, if Monique really wanted to make her statement powerful, she would have spoken in her regular tone of voice. She would have came up and showed up in a, in a stunning look. And she would have gave solutions to the problem. You know, she would have gave solutions to the problem. Because I'm pretty sure the population of women that she's speaking to wouldn't have been so upset by her message if she did all of those things that I stated, but if she especially gave solutions to the problem. Telling the woman that if you see them out in public with a bonnet, you're going to tell them to take it off isn't a solution to the problem. How can they solve the problem then? You know, what, 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 what sort of guidance can you give them? What, what can you, you know, refer for them to do? How can you really and truly uplift them? So, you know, this, this is my take on it. This is my take. And also, if you are a black woman and you wear your bonnet out in public and you want to make a change, um, you can just start buying some really stylish hats to wear over your head. Um, so like I said earlier on, I wear newsboy caps and underneath the newsboy caps, I actually have my bonnet on. I don't wear my natural hair. 
um, and just put a hat on. That that's not protecting my hair at all, right? Um, that and that will also cause a lot of split ends. So underneath my hats are my satin caps, right? Um, so I wear my stylish hat, wear my stylish look, um, and I love it. It's a really really cute, cute, cute and dope look. Um, and I, you know, you could wear them anytime or any place, right? So I definitely recommend looking up newsboy caps or any sort of stylish hats that will fit, um, all of your natural hair in, right? And, um, you can also get a quick wig, right? You can get a quick wig to put on or a quick wig and hat to put on. Um, or if you, um, are going on the plane, right? Um, and you don't want to, you know, put your head on like, um, you know, the window or anything like that. You can bring a satin cap with you, you know, put it on, but also put your, your hood on over your head because you know, you know, planes can get cold anyways. So, you know, put your hood on over your head, um, so that your satin cap also is not, you know, rubbing against any of the windows or anything like that, but also the fact that, you know, you, you can hide your satin cap um, if you feel uncomfortable wearing it out in public. These are just things that are coming to my head, um, you know, but like I said, you know, I'm trying to give solutions to the problem because that is really why I think a lot of people were getting annoyed about it, you know, um... I know other people were saying things like, well, bonnets are a part of black culture. I mean, they are a part of black culture in terms of us wearing them, you know, to go to bed, but they're not a part of black culture to wear them out in public. You know what I mean? At the same time, like I said, if I see a black woman with her bonnet on, I'm minding my business. You know, I'm minding my business. And I honestly think, you know, when you're really confident about your appearance, you have no time to watch another gal. You have no time to watch another boy. You know what I'm saying? You you have you you have you have no time. You have no time. Like when you really are someone that's like not nah, like, <laughs> you know, I know I look good. You you just <laughs> and you know you stepping out looking nice. You you ain't got any. You ain't got no time looking at somebody else and, and seeing how they look. You know what I mean? And, and I don't know. That's just not my sort of swag. You know what I mean? I'm not someone that. Um, judges others by how they show up and by how they present themselves. I judge character. If you have a terrible personality and you're a mean person, that is what I'm judging. You know what I'm saying? That is what I am going to judge um, more than anything, right, Um, is your character. But I know everybody is different. And I do know that, you know, first impressions um, are, you know, can definitely, you know, be lasting impressions, especially when it comes to, you know, your personal style, right? But at the same time, um, that's just not my personality. I, you know, don't judge others, um, by how they dress. And, and I'm someone that's into fashion. I'm in the fashion field. And also, even when I have events, I tell people show up and look nice, make sure you show up and you look nice, Um, but you know, I say that one, because I'm used to hearing that due to my Caribbean culture, but two, I like people to show up looking nice for their own selves. Right. And, um, just expressing themselves, you know, with their own, you know, fashion and to see that fashion is art. I love that. Um, you know, but at the same time, if I see a random person that is not invited out to my event that, you know, 
doesn't look nice or is wearing a bonnet on their head, I'm not going to judge them. You know what I'm saying? I am going to mind my business because I have no idea what is going on in that person's life. And I, and someone made a point online, like everybody that's going on planes ain't, ain't flying for happy reasons. And that's real. That's mad real. You know what I mean? Everybody ain't flying for happy reasons. You don't know what's going on in someone else's life, why they had to catch a flight. You know what I'm saying? You have no idea what is going on at all. At all, you know, and I understand, you know, um, black people just want to be, you know, represented really well in the media, right? Well, we need to get more black owned media out that really cares about black people because white people, as long as they have their hands in controlling the media, we are never going to get the representation that we want, my people. We're never going to get it. Why do you think Soul Train, um, you know, although Soul Train is, you know, the longest syndicated show in all of American history, why do you think that the owner and the visionary of that show, Don Cornelius, um, didn't really receive the flowers that he really should have received? You know what I mean? He didn't get a, a Hollywood star or anything like that. You know, he, he, he didn't really get... Um, you know, the flowers that he, he, that a lot of people felt like he should have received, you know what I'm saying? Um, and not only, of course he got a lot of flowers from, you know, the black community, but a lot of people felt like the, you know, the white society and community should have, should have also saw that, wow, this is someone that created American history because it is the longest syndicated show in all of American history. But no, they did not give him his flowers because of the fact that Soul Train put black people in a positive light and that goes against their agenda. So if black people want the media to show us in a positive Positive light, then we, 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 need, need, we, I'm going to say that again, we need to be the ones to create these media platforms and these systems and structures that are showing us in that positive light. You know what I mean? It needs to be we. It needs to be we. So, you know, like I said, I'm going to wrap this up by saying, I, too, am a black woman that does not wear her bonnet out in public. But I also do not judge other black women if I see them wear their bonnet out in public. That is just, you know, not my swag, bro. That's not my personality. So, if you feel like you want to judge other black people for doing things that you feel like are unacceptable or they make us look bad as black people, right? And you want to publicly do this. All I'm going to say is, please show up looking nice yourself. Please show up with an authentic tone of voice, right? And please give our people some solutions to the problem or the problems that you are presenting them. You know what I'm saying? If you want to present these people with problems that we have in the community, please give them some solutions. Because just saying that there's problems... Ain't doing a damn thing. So if we're going to talk about the problems, we also got to start really talking about the solutions. And also, can we start talking about some real shit? Because those are the problems that we really need to start solving. For real. So, you know, my people, you know, take care of yourselves and love yourselves, but love yourselves for you. You know what I mean? If you want to show up in this world, you know, looking your best selves, 
Look your best selves for you, not for other people, for you. And damn sure, not for no white validation. Look your best self for you. For you. Because that is what is going to matter at the end of the day. And that is what's going to make you feel so damn good. Is knowing, you know what, I I am looking good for me right now. Right? And if you're someone right now that's listening to this podcast, and sometimes it may be hard for you to get up and get dressed. Maybe you're going through your own motions in life, right? Maybe you're going through depression or anxiety, right? Maybe you're going through some things, right? All, I, all I'm going to say to you is when you look good, you truly do feel good. And you truly do feel a lot better about yourself and a lot better about what's going on. It's, it's, a, it's an energy thing. So all I'm going to say is try your best to look your best for you. And if you have your days where you feel like you just can't do it, you have your days. And that's all right. That's all right. But try your best to show up and look your best for you. Not for anybody else. Just for you. Just for you. So let me, let me, let me wrap this episode up before I start going on some tangents and, 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 you know, y'all know my, my voice after a while, I'm going to need some water. I need some water. It's a hot, hot, hot summer day. So I definitely need some water, (laughs) but I wanted to come through and do this episode. So, you know, as always community, as always, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode here at the black millennial revolution. And I hope you all have a great one. Bye now.